You're listening to the 212 Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe. You can also find the Brew Club at 212.beer. That's the number two, the word 12.beer. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching 212 Brew Club. Now on to the show. Tonight we are doing part two of our uh, Bourbon County Stout episode, and we brought back Pat. Pat, welcome back. Hi, I'm Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Still may have uh, the record for the best intro uh, ever by just the way you introduce yourself. I love it. You should be on every episode. Uh, We also brought back uh, two, uh, you guys are, the three of you are the first guests to ever come back. Well, Emil, you're a part of the club, so you'll, you'll, you'll be coming back, but... We also have Eric back, who was on our New England IPA uh, episode. Yes. Uh, welcome back, Eric. Thank you. Yeah, yeah because hi. apparently we thought having a guy from a barrel warehouse at Goose Island was appropriate for the Northeastern IPA one instead of the actual <laughs> Bourbon <laughs> County one. Yeah, so that makes sense. So thank you for coming. Hey, no problem. Um, Emil, good to see you again. Yeah, good to... Great to hang out with you guys. You, you realize the irony in the fact that we had to ply Eric back with our own Bourbon County? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got all this Bourbon County, Eric. Want to come back and drink it with us? Um, it worked. Yeah, it did work. That's yeah. good. Uh, and who better to discuss uh, Bourbon County with than you? Mm-hmm. Um, so we all, on the, the, the first episode, or the first part of this at your party, Pat, we discussed a little bit about um, how you came to like Bourbon County and why it's pretty much the only beer that you like. Right? Is that, well, no, no, I'm not expanding really, my horizons. I like, what did I say? I like Belgian yes. beers, triples and doubles, and, what and was, wheat beers. And you had a Belgian quad, barrel-aged quad. Oh, yeah, at Fishman's the other day, I had a... Um, aren't you contractually obligated to mention Fishman's? No. Yeah, apparently <laughs> we are, because on every fucking episode, we do mention that. Fishman's. But I did yeah. have a barrel-aged I mean, Brandon's also quad. wearing a Fishman's yeah. hoodie. It's true. <laughs> I had a barrel aged quad the other day. It was really good. Which yeah. quad was it? I don't remember. Quad Riga? Was that damn remember? Oh, yeah, it was the Lake Effect was one? Was it the Lake Effect? No. Because that, that one was pretty good. <clears throat> I like that one. Um, well, in any case, you, you, you brought up, uh, we talked about why you liked Bourbon County. Um, I talked about why I like, why I like Bourbon County. You've talked about, I'm pointing at Brandon, why you like Bourbon County. It comes to a meal before we get to you, Eric, yes. about why you like uh, Bourbon County. A meal. What's your. What's your What's your history with uh, Goose Island's Bourbon County brand stout? Um, I mean, it's it's for for a lot of the same reasons that everybody likes Bourbon County. It's just it's such a, a wonderful, uh, balanced, chocolatey, you know, big beer. It's 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 got a, a really high ABV, so obviously that's good, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> let's let's not kill ourselves, right? Yes, yeah, uh, alcohol is good. Um, but but it's it's masked really well and it's it's complex and it's rich and it's you know it's velvety it's it's just all these you know, wonderful things that kind of make it um, really tasty um, you know and again like boozy but but also really really approachable and I just I just kind of like all the you know complexity that that's found in it I mean it's it it was one of those beers that made me want to learn more about how to make beer as opposed to mm-hmm. just 
you know, drinking and, you know, just getting, you know, fucked up with my buddies, mm. more or less. When was the first time you've had Bourbon County? Um, I think the first time ever was, was probably 2010, 2009 or 2010 or something. It was, okay. it was like a bomber that like, you know, my buddies picked up off a shelf, uh, and had, <laughs> I thought you were going to say street, but yeah, he's no, picked no, up no, off the had, street and like, try this. Had, <laughs> you know, didn't really know much about it. Um, and, uh, and, and just cracked it open and found it to be just absolutely wonderful. So now Eric, shut up, Neil. <clears throat> Eric, you were, <laughs> <laughs> you work yeah. yeah. good, good segue, right? Good segue, Emil. Mm, shut up, uh, Eric. Now you work for Goose Island yeah. uh, in the Barrel Warehouse. What was your first experience with Bourbon County? I'm assuming it's not at Goose Island. Was it no. beforehand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely before that. Um, my first experience with Bourbon County kind of ties in just my first experience with like craft beer as a whole. Honestly, uh, my first Bourbon County I ever had was back in 2015, when it was like still a solid amount of the good dates for the regular ones were at their absolute prime. Oh, wow. But that's kind of even, it's going to make me sound really young after yeah. him. The fact like that. that you said the first time you had it was 2015, I was like, oh. oh okay. The first time I had it was 1988. I stole a bottle from my dad in the basement. Me and my friends were in my basement. The Goose Island was around. Man. We invented the Goose Island right in the basement with my dad. Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, um, that's around when I started even drinking craft beer in general, honestly. Okay. It was back in like 2015. I was like a sophomore in college, and I was just playing World of Warcraft all day and all night whenever I came back <laughs> to visit from the summers. And yeah. I was in college, so all I slammed was fucking PBR and High Life and just, you know, doing all those. You drink what you, you can know. afford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. absolutely. And I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> Anyways, I'd come back in the summers, and my brother, would he was pretty big into beer, like, just starting out, and he would just throw all these special beers at me, and I would just sip it and be like, it's okay. And just put it, push it aside, <laughs> keep sipping, like, my natty and just playing some World of Warcraft. It's like when I give my dad craft beer. He's like, yeah, that's okay. And yeah. he goes back to his bush light. Basically, that was me, just pushing every beer aside. And then one day, he handed so me a fucking, uh, he handed me a Bourbon County one day, and I, like, didn't actually push it aside. I, like... Press pause, and you don't really press pause in a game like World of Warcraft. You know, you can't. There's no fucking pause button. And it stopped. I was like, hold on, hold on. I like took my headset off. I was like, okay. what the fuck is this? He's like, that's a beer. I was like, all right. Uh, yeah, I feel, right. I feel like everybody. I feel like everybody had like an aha moment the first time they tried Bourbon County. Like, like you I wish mine was more. I, I wish it weren't as stupid as. Just going to the liquor store and, and finding something. On I looked out, <laughs> but I mean that's a good. It. That's still a good way. You're expanding. You don't know what it is really. You never had it. See it yeah. on the see it on the shelf and buy it. Like, yeah, yours and Pat. Yours is at three one two day, right? At a block three one two block. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. block party. Yeah. And I wasn't I so sure it. about it the first time I had it. I was like, this is weird. Like, And then I took a few more sips. I think people actually gave me their beer because they were like, we don't like this, and, and I'm like. Took a few sips and I was like intrigued, and then like by the end of the night, I'm like, okay, maybe this is my new favorite beer. It's like you kept like, drinking it. And you just, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I it has that effect. I think I have oh, pictures yeah. from yeah, that night too. For the beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love this beer. Well, because so that was that was the same three one two night that I think it was one of the first ones that they had, one of the first block parties, and I had gone back there and um, one of the beer reps that worked. Um, How with, long ago was with, that? With think that was 2014 or 20? No, it's well, got to be earlier than it that. It was like thir- we it, discuss- was 12, it was 12 or 13. We discussed this on the first half. Yeah, but I remember I, I got the wristband. We went back there and like we, I, we were coming out with that stuff, you know, and just like passing it out to people. And then I'd go back and, and like John Hall was hanging out in the back, like mm-hmm. old John Hall was, 
We go back there, and he's like, oh, you want another one? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. He just kept handing them to me. You're not going to say no to John Hunt when he hands that you a sounds like him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, since what we're talking about, you've already finished yours, Eric. Yeah. Uh, I was going to try and... It's good. We, Emil, you brought over a plethora of uh, Bourbon Counties. Yeah, that's and a good description. We have yes, a... Yes. Technically, we have a vertical minus, what, 2015, because we weren't sure if we had a good... A bottle. good bottle. Right. Minus my first Bourbon County I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, You've guys. had that already. We didn't ruin it. Yeah, we didn't want to. We didn't want to bring back those nice memories that you had. Um, but we are having the 2013. And before we started, we were all talking. I heard you guys talking about how much you liked it. I, I think, I said this when we tried recording with the three of us that Bourbon County, or maybe I said on another podcast. I don't know. We drink on these a lot, so I don't remember. Bourbon County is one of the only barrel-aged beers that I've had that can sit, like it says in the bottle, you know, can age up for five years. Yeah. It's one of the few barrel-aged beers that I've had gone back repeatedly, and I've, it's been great. I've never had one where I was like, ugh, gross. Right. Yeah, that's, this one This one went, or this one, you know, this one's going bad. Uh, the other, Ron, who's in our uh, group, he had a case of 2012. So we were doing the French press with it, and we had some of it without it. We're looking at what six years at that point, and it's still you know holding up. Yeah, I'm gonna say. yeah. <clears throat> what what years did we? I was gonna say for Pat, like what years did we go through? 2013 through today, I think we did. We had at least one from every year since 2013. Those are the oldest ones I have. But this, I feel like this is like maybe the smoothest one I've it, ever had. Like I had some 2013s, yeah. but I'm pretty positive that they weren't stored like exactly the way they should be stored. <laughs> But like I assume these were stored a little better, and this is like Emil has a pretty pretty great cellar uh, that needs uh, no Purge. temperature control. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've been lucky yes. twice. Yes, clear, clear the cellar. And I also feel like I mean <laughs> when we first poured this and I sipped it, like it still has some heat to it. Like yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I got a little bit of um, just just a little bit of the just the initial like oxygen is hit up for the first moment, uh, sort of like a little bit of a metallicy flavor, but. Within probably a minute or two, it, it was gone. Oh yeah, and then that really opened up. Yeah. And then and it completely opened up, and and all you have is just this beautiful like rich chocolatey mm-hmm. brew. And, and you're right. I mean, there's there's very little booze booze heat on it now. Um, it's it's so it, it's it's totally different. I, I'm positive we will see the changes over time as we get closer. And so to this the, is to the most recent one. And not to cut you off, I apologize. Not this is an interesting experiment because most of those he's been cellaring. Right. So having them all like not to say that when we were at Pat's house like he had all of his, you know, he pulls them out of the fridge and everything like mm-hmm. that. They were good, you know. But even Pat said he's like, I don't know what I did with them half the time. <laughs> so you know they've been sitting around for a while. So knowing you know Emil and how he's focused on beer, just there's a little see. more of a control on this. So let's yeah, it's a, it's an even control, and let's see how that progression goes. Well, other than the 2017 that I picked up today, I was yeah. sitting on a shelf at a liquor store. That's the oddball out in that coffee. Which and I'm and if to. I know math correctly, oh, I'd say the next one in the lineup would be 2014. Correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I'm yeah. so this guy knows math. Yeah, we, it's not going to take... Um, Is the bottle opener up there? Very long to, to get through it. No, there yeah. should be... Yeah. It's like a plane. It's like a plane. I got you. There you go. So, and kind of while we're doing this... In, uh, have you when you buy Bourbon County? Do you ever look? And this is a question to Pat. Do you look for like the variants, like the prop or you know the coffee? Yeah, yeah for sure. Out of the variants that you think you've had, 
which one would you say would have been is is your favorite like the coffee for sure yeah do you know which year of the coffee you no like i i didn't realize till you were talking earlier i know like i've seen like where the coffee comes from and yeah. like what you know what company is coming from in different years but i didn't realize that like every year all coffee like every year like every coffee bcs from 2016 is the same coffee the same kind of coffee that goes into it and everyone from 2015 and 14 the same thing yeah um right so i couldn't say i do remember really liking the i still had a bunch of 2014 i still had a bunch of 2014 coffee that was the first time i ever had the <laughs> coffee i think the first time i ever bought it in the in the stores but like uh I, do, I think that's my favorite one every year. Obviously, yeah. the prop changes. The prop changes a lot more every year. Yeah. But there, and there's a lot of people like that, though, that really just love the coffee. Um, and I know people that like Bourbon County coffee and not regular Bourbon County because of the coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a coffee drinker, you know. But there's I, like, what do they do every year? Is vanilla... Mm-hmm. No, I wish. I wish vanilla was every year. Actually, this would be interesting. (laughs) Eric, maybe you can give us a little bit of the history of of how the coffee came into Bourbon County and kind of what has been. Well, they took the coffee and put it in. I I think it's just a matter of like, they happen to be so close to intelligentsia, like they're so close to each other just geographically. And that's where you just get the idea. I guess when you're driving to the brewery every day for work and you pass by a coffee place, you're like, oh, we're making a big, robust stout. I'm what sure else do we like that's dark? And you know, and I'm sure coffee. they were probably drinking a good amount of coffee. Yeah. And smelling it. I smell jacked coffee. Up on coffee. I smell beer. Are time, you jacked yeah. up on a lot of coffee? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> Are you jacked up on a lot of coffee right now? <laughs> yeah, we had like a coffee shortage at the warehouse like a month ago. It took like two weeks to get our delivery in and we were all fucking going nuts. Oh, man. You know, we are all arguing with each other and <laughs> pissed at each other, yelling at barrels and stuff. You know, It, it does something Jesus to you. Christ. It changes you for the worse. It's you know? hilarious. I'm a different man. How yeah. long has Goose Island been at Fulton and Wood? Forever, right? For production or for oh, for for production, production, tap room itself. No, I mean it's different for each one for production and like the tap room in general. No, no, the production, yeah. For the production, I'm pretty sure it's been there since like 2000. I don't know, 11 maybe. Nobody, nobody quote me on that. It's a test. Actually, it's gotta be, it's gotta be older than that. I'm positive it's older. You think so? Yeah. Let's let's Google this. Finally, Um, we're actually. Somebody had someone that worked there. We're actually gonna use Google. If only we had somebody that worked there that knew what they were talking about. That'd be really convenient. I feel like there've been a couple episodes that we've done where we we could have used Google and we didn't. It was on the New England IPA episode. Someone should have Google. And then there's the Barrel Warehouse that that's near the Garfield. Park. That that one is new. Well, that yes, yes. No, I'm not. I'm not claiming that. That's yeah. That one well, like is across awesome. the street from the tap room. There's a whole that building yeah. full of barrels that I've been inside, but that's not that's not the barrel. That warehouse used to be the barrel warehouse, and they had to get and they needed to move. There's a massive. Yeah. So now yeah, it's it's, it's at Sacramento and whatever like Lake Street or whatever. Yeah, just just well, it's by uh, right down the street from the Garfield like Garfield Park. Mm-hmm. 
uh, if I remember correctly. It's not too far from there. I'd be willing to bet you guys that Fulton Wood was like 93 or 94 or something like that. Well, when did... Uh, the, the real question would be, when did they start, like, production? There like, it is. You know. I'm kidding. Oh, I knew that, it the whole time. It's 1995. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That is what you yeah. said. Yeah. That is what you said. And what I I'll know. do is I'll go back and just slice... The slice tap room I believe it was, was two, 1995. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was testing you guys. I want to see how much studying you did before, you know. I was, sorry, I was, I was, I was with two years. I actually, I actually do have a question. Um, we had talked... Me, me, you... I'm pointing at Pat Brandon. Uh, <laughs> the three of us, we talked about this. When was the first time that um, Bourbon County was made? What year? 1992. It is 92? The first time okay. that Greg Hall made it. Because it was at like a bourbon and whiskey tasting dinner with Booker Noah, and they became friends. And then they got talking about beer and whiskey. And then he's like, give me a barrel. And he said, okay. And he gave him a barrel, and he put beer in it. And then boom, Bourbon County. No, it was released that year too. Like, it was released in ninety five. Ninety five was okay. At GABF. Yeah, so what, the bottles. Yeah, thing and yeah. Then... that so, was the discrepancy. That's why it comes up all the time because the older bottles say since whatever, the newer bottles don't say since. You know, because people were because people were yeah. complaining. So, so they going off, yeah, because it was 90, made for their. But people were complaining based on like twenty like the first time they did it or the first time it was for their one thousandth one thousandth beer. Yeah, one thousandth batch of beer ever made. That's why talking about release date is kind of hard because yeah. it's made in '92, but then didn't really make a big public appearance until '95. Gotcha. Five the GAB. Okay, but that's the same but thing. I got disqualified. So well, I was in seventh. Why did it get disqualified? So I brought it over there and I got disqualified because it was entered into Russian Imperial Stout category. But all the judges <laughs> tried it and they're like, "The fuck is this? Why does this taste like bourbon? And why am I fucking hammered?" And and then he realized. <laughs> That this is like a beer that's completely different from everything else, and then they told them, they like, "Oh, to we aged this shit in a bourbon yeah. barrel," and so it was like not true to style. So boom, that is awesome. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That is a great. Yeah. That, I it's did not know that's how it happened. That's hilarious. That yeah, it's like the Will Chamberlain of beers or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was something that had never that been done good. before. That completely changed the way everyone did everything. Going yeah, forward. it's true. It's barely, like, there's there's no such thing as a barrel aged beer without this beer. That's right. Yeah. In this a barrel aged stout. A barrel aged stout in this country. For yeah. sure. Is, is is I mean isn't is that isn't that fact? Yeah. Like isn't I mean isn't that as uh, much as as much as we all know yeah. as much as anyone knows. Yeah. So I guess it is. I mean, who knows yeah. what somebody That's how did. It works. This whole this whole like cottage industry, like they, 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 it's kind of it's kind of mind blowing. The whole thing's like thirty years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's relative to, you know, everywhere you go around the world, there's some you know light pilsner beer in right. every single culture, brewed by some kind of an you know a, a you know Czechoslovakian or German immigrant who was probably there on some kind of a religious mission. This is getting very specific. No, no, it's it's, <laughs> no, it's true. It's I mean that that is how that's why you can go to you know you can go to Thailand and you can get the exact same beer that you can get in Mexico that you can go to Ecuador and get the same one that you can go to it's all the exact yep. same beer. You yes. can go to China and get a Sing Sing, which is the same thing as a Tiger beer from Thailand. It's all the same beer, and in in. This stuff is relatively new. Yeah, and it's yeah. unbelievably crazy and and just came right out of our, our own backyard. And in our own backyard. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's it's crazy. crazy. It's, not... it's it's mind blowing that it got disqualified at the Great American Beer Fest for being too extreme. What I like about it is that I was in the <laughs> I was in the seventh grade when this was released. If that says anything about my age, Eric. He was not born. I was two years old. He was no, not born. <laughs> you were not. I, I was two. I was two. I was at least two. You're a fetus. I was at least two years old. I swear to God. Eric was a sperm. Yeah. So we went straight to 2014. Uh, and I'm going to say 2014 Bourbon County is what we're drinking. I'm going to say this one to me is a little fuggier, right? Like I get more chocolate on this. And this that's one doesn't 
I, I love dark that. chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark type of characteristic. When I say fudgy, I'm sorry. I mean like uh, you only have like a really good like dark chocolate fudge brownie. That's I'm saying this and I'm gritting my teeth because I love. Why are you so angry? I mean, want one right now. It's so good that he's uh, mad. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. fuck. Why don't I have one? Uh, do you remember <laughs> when we went to the Great American beer, uh, <laughs> beer Fest? Uh, forget what that stout. This is the only beer I went back for twice. That I was like, oh my god, this tastes like hot fudge. Yeah, he'll look that up. It was awesome. It was from a, some California brewery. I have to remember. It begins with an X. Not the brewery, but the beer begins with an X. That's what I remember. Um, it tasted like hot fudge, and this kind of reminds me of that, like that like dark chocolate fudgy, uh, like Ghirardelli brownie, if you had one mm-hmm. of those. Um, no complaints here. This is delicious. I just get a lot of, uh, <clears throat> I get a lot of um, sort of like stone, not stone fruit, but like dried fruit. It's like oh, yeah. dark okay. fruit kind dark, of licorice characteristic yeah. coming exactly through. Exactly right. Yep. Much more than on the 13th. It's it's very surprising. And this one's got a little bit more heat, too. Um, Fellowship of Zool. Fellowship of Zool. By Modern Times. Oh, Modern yes. Times. Pretty much everything that Modern Times oh. makes is, a, is, a, is unbelievable. That it was the... It was, was amazing. Out of all the... We were... It was a, try Monster Tones. It was my first time... It was our first time at the Great American Beer Fest. And that was the only beer I went back and had more than once. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. No, the, I remember uh, an X being in there. The pastry boys love it. Goddamn pastry boys! Yeah, they you know they're all over. They're all over modern times. You know? Well, that makes sense with the beer like that. I mean, all this stuff was in there, and all I tasted was like hot fudge. Like you were drinking carbonated hot fudge. It was amazing. But that's not why we're here. We're here about Bourbon County, and I've already killed that one. You guys are still working on it. Sorry. Right. I, I just I, I, find, I find this one vast, like, I find it vastly different than the 2013. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, there's a there's a like you guys mentioned the like dark fruit, and I said you know. Dark chocolate, hot fudge, uh, yeah. the, the fudge brownie. Um, I'm trying to place what... Now, they're blended. Bourbon County is blended. It's yes. blended from different barrels. Take all the barrels and just throw them in. Now, is it blended bitch. different barrels each year? Is different, uh, like... Different kinds of barrels? Di- different kinds of barrels, thank you, yeah. So different brands like, of bourbon that yeah, it came from? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It can range from, like, Wild Turkey to just Elijah Craig to anything from Heaven Hill to... Pretty much anything. No, oh. so that also, I mean, obviously the, well, maybe not obvious for everybody. The alcohol is always different per year as well. So I'm, obviously we're gonna get different flavors in it. It's kind of oh, nice yeah. to know there's, that there's not like one set. There's there's an there's an expectation from Bourbon County, but there's no like set like okay, there's gonna be this type of flavor every year that I right. have it. So every time you have it, you kind of know what you're gonna get as far as that like the base recipe. Mm-hmm. But those barrels really do impart so much more into it that's what i was gonna say the difference between the two we just have like there's so many similarities between it but also like i think the biggest thing that varies is just the barrel presence it comes sure. in different ways or one year might taste like a lot of barrel char type of roastiness coming through another one might taste like straight bourbon vanilla coming through and different notes of it all which is kind of nice that's what like Definitely. that blending technique gives you where, like where one barrel might be lacking in one of those characteristics the other 20 of them have it it would like, be no, like crazy. So. Do you so do you do you how closely with the barrel projects do you work with actual Bourbon County? Like you're there, the forefront. You're there on the line. It and filling it. Yeah, yeah. So do you get in the barrel? So you get to taste the individual barrels? Oh, absolutely. Man, we'll that's so cool. A couple that... months in, and we see how they are and how they. Are you guys hiring interns? In <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's not. That would be the most. You're gonna give it all fun over. of that is being able to try the. I think that would be a fun thing to do. Um, Gusan, you're listening. Uh, <laughs> to do uh, even just some, a tapping of, you know, uh, just individual barrels to see, you know, where 
give a year, like say two, 2020. Here is the, the blended batch. But also here are so where the, the different barrels height? come from. You right. know, that, that would be co- pretty cool to I try out. I think just right off the top of my head, that'd be annoying just to separate based I'm sure. On all no, 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 I'm, I'm sure. So I'm sure. we stack them and store them all throughout the warehouse. So we no. have to grab the forklift and dig like halfway through one. You guys are the only ones. And just... yeah. So you guys are the only ones who get to, to have that fun. I may so. be wrong, though. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I, I may be wrong about this. I don't, I don't exactly remember what we tried, but I thought that Goose had done a class that... <laughs> I thought Goose had done a class <laughs> where um, you go to the Bear Warehouse and they take you through and you walk, you walk through the whole uh, warehouse and at different stations they have, like, different... Um, doneness of, of bourbon County. oh yeah yeah they still actively do that it's all those bastards in my production space like throughout the day okay so I they, they are it's like, <laughs> no, it looks fun though. and you, really you pay like engaging. yeah you pay you buy like a 50 buck they ticket just look you, at you weird and like you can try like one, you know, two month old bourbon county and you can try like six month old bourbon county and you know nine month old right. bourbon county and then and then some variants as well yeah yeah that's... and then you go back to to the to the uh the, the beautiful like uh, looks like the inside of a medieval castle. The event space. Dining in the event, yeah, 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 the event space. And you talk about the actual barrel warehouse. Yeah, the actual barrel warehouse. That's I was yeah. on one of those. I think I so went I on one of those tours. It was times. really cool. It's like a two and a half have hour. Have you ever been to the actual barrel warehouse? You go back and just hang out and, and you drink. You and I think we may have like French press some really common Yeah, they have all those. It's like it's it's a really cool class. If you guys have never been, you should you should actually look into it. It's it's really fun. It's very interactive. It's you get drunk. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Like, yeah. If there's nothing there's else, food, you yeah, get drunk. Get cheese. I think well, we some, should have done this podcast at the Barrel Warehouse. Okay. Yeah, we should have done this at the Barrel Warehouse. Should have done it there in a barrel. Okay, in a barrel. Yeah. Next <laughs> time. Next time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think uh, probably right. We need a self-driving Tesla though to get us there. On our way. So we did two. We got a lot of funds. We got three more. We we get another one before we take a break. How's that? Let's do it. Yeah. We should do so uh, for everybody. We're we're get the bottle opener. We're right. skipping. Uh, we're skipping 2015. Uh, I'm just gonna point and you grab. You don't know what's good and what's bad. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, there was a there was a problem with some what bacteria uh, that got into those bottles in 2015, uh, rendering and and this was pre uh, pasteurization. Now going forward after that year, all Goose Island, all all Bourbon County. Bottles, I think maybe all all beer bottles might be uh, flash pasteurized, um, but because of that, the bacteria is able to live in some of the bottles, um, and as a result, um, some of the beers went bad and kind of soured up a little bit. And so we don't have a fifteen because we're not sure what is good and what's not. There's bigger pours because it's the bigger bottle. I like it. Um, I'm not I actually, there's two there's two points. Sorry, it's not. We're about to say something. There's two things I wanted to hit on real quick. Uh, number one, I've had an infected bottle, um, of regular and it was not terrible. We did. Um, yeah, I had it with you, Brandon. It was delicious. I may have gone too heavy on that pour. You and I are going to share. <laughs> um, and it actually just, oh, nope, that was good. It added like a berry note, uh, to it and that was pretty much it. Second thing. So if anybody has those, don't be afraid. Drink those. They're they're not bad. And Emil, you have some. We were talking about doing barbecue sauce. Well, they may right. or may not be. Like there's right. so much variance. Yeah. so many things that come into play with the way sure. in which that bacteria can grow and evolve. The, the storage, ones... how it was kept, yeah. how it was packaged, pretty much everything. Basically, don't be afraid there. of trying it. Give it a try because you might uh, have something that is 
pretty tasty. And, and it's not going to kill you. Cook with no. it if anything's wrong. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's what we were saying. We want to do a barbecue Nothing sauce. Nothing like harmful to humans can really survive in right. that type of as well. So even it's, if it's, it's nasty, like just, just chug right? it. Yeah. Don't be scared. It's just, isn't it just we yogurt, <laughs> yogurt some, bacteria? Some good probiotics. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I was I think it's like, like a... certain strain of lactobacillus. Lactobacillus, like lactobacillus. It's just yogurt culture. So when are they coming out with Bourbon County Chobani? Ooh. We got someone in the East Lab that might be interested in have you guys ever had Chobani? Have you guys ever had the brown cow yogurt with the cream top on it? No. Oh man, that's good stuff. Anyway, there's so there's this I don't know. It's just it's this. You know how how there was a period of time where mm-hmm. where everyone wanted to remove the fat out of all the food, mm-hmm. and now like having lots of fat and food is is cool again. Apparently, it was the eighties. Like, Way to go, keto. Yeah, fat was bad, and now fat is good. Now mm-hmm. fat isn't like everything. Eat lots of fat, eat nuts and yeah. avocados and olive oil and everything that was fat. So this yogurt company <laughs> went out and, and like said, "Screw it, we're gonna make a full full flavored yogurt. It's fucking delicious." And it has this like layer. Of Did you just edit yourself? Did you just uh, cut I, out? I think fucking nice. So that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad words are bad. Yeah, yeah. Bad words are bad. Yeah, it's, I won't use. Although fucking a See what the fucking yeah. shit you want to say. Uh, these bad words. <laughs> but but they have a coffee flavored yogurt that has this this like congealed coffee in the bottom with yogurt on top and then this beautiful cream top that's just it's just this perfect like maybe you know quarter inch thick layer of cream on top and you if you get all of it in one scoop it is incredible. Now, this isn't about beer anymore. I, I like how much time you I'm, and I'm not going to take that I just, that had, right I just had one this morning. It's, it's brown, brown, brown cow, brown cow yeah, with a cream top. The, the coffee flavored one this is incredible. But now, I'm, I'm bringing it full circle, guys. Okay, we not by by Welcome to the Yogurt yeah. Podcast. Next <laughs> week we will have a special guest, John Stamos, to talk about yogurt. Greek yogurt. If they had a bourbon county flavored yogurt, that would be amazing in the bottom mm. there because I know what the coffee flavored one tastes like Christ. and they're not that far apart so there you go I mean in theory if you if you make <laughs> oh, your own man. yogurt you could probably attempt to that I love it Mike makes his own yogurt Mike does oh, no he does not he does yeah Who's it's Mike? good uh, he's like a guy in our brew club my brother oh, okay. um, I just say guy in brew club first and not yeah, that's not brother. mean you don't acknowledge him as your brother it's like if I have to it's, it's really specify also <laughs> I'm the same way with mine so don't for some reason there was a divorce somewhere the brew club would still stay intact oh that's true we've got priorities brew club also brother same with me and my brew club first yeah uh, my, the second thing that I wanted to bring up before uh, Emil went on his nice expedition of uh, yogurt. Yes. Um, some people have said that because of pasteurization, it's going to kill any character for aging a beer, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, great. Like, I just wanted to clear that up with someone who actually works at Goose Yeah, well, I mean, so. just thinking about it even not as a brewer or not as a scientist. Beer, it's you know, common however sense. you cut it, yeah. is like a living thing. You know, it's constantly changing depending on... Levels of oxidation, the way the flavors will meld over time. It doesn't matter what you do to like kill off certain wild yeast or bacteria that might be in suspension. There's so many other things that come into play, just yeah. with aging, just with anything else. Think of things that don't have wild yeast and significant levels of bacteria in them. They still change over Thank time. Thank you. you know, yes, like exactly. Anything. Exactly. Yeah, I just think it's funny when people are like, well, "Ever since they pasteurized it, you can't age it. It's not nothing's going to change." Really, man. Uh, you can keep anything that's. You, anything you store for a long time, maybe except for spirits. This yeah. is like, you take your pasteurized yogurt and hold was... on to it for 20 years and let me know what happens to it. <laughs> yeah. Something's going to change. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Milk is pasteurized too and it still goes bad. 
Mm. After you open it. Mm. Well, yeah, true. Oh. No! Wait, you oh. keep milk closed for a... <laughs> and it would be fun? We're so, getting really heavy in the dairy there's, uh, part there's of this podcast. This podcast sponsored by the Future Farmers of America and dairy farmers everywhere. Jesus Christ. Cows all over the world. You know what? Before we even get... Do they make Bourbon County cows? We're working on it, actually. R&D side we don't really like to talk about it. <laughs> oh my god! They feed them pieces of barrel. Oh shit! What is, uh, you know Keto, what? Be honest. What does what does everybody think of the two thousand? Yeah, can I talk about those barrels? Yes, yeah, you can. So they're all getting uh, they get hotter every year. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And that's Definitely. The, as we're going down the line, for sure. Yeah, yeah I I agree with you. Um, also, Pat, I I almost want you on every episode. I just really love when you interject, uh, when you say, hey, it's me, Pat. And then just like, hey, can I talk? Can I talk about this? You do that on the on the, the party. And Pat's, uh, Pat's kind of like man. David I Putty from Seinfeld. Who's that? Putty? I don't know if I'm going to go with Putty. I'm not, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm not going with Putty. No. Pat's Pat, and I love that. Pat's Pat, Pat, Pat also Norm MacDonald? Pat has been likened to Norm MacDonald. I used to Norm MacDonald, yeah. You got the look for the Norm MacDonald, but I think you got the personality of David Putty. The deja vu moment was Pat was at when we went to Norm MacDonald, and I was sitting next to Pat, and like looking up at the stage, and then looking at Pat. Brothers? All right. We're going to take a break real quick. We're already, we're already halfway through where I thought we were going to be. We're being pretty goofy. This is, this is great. Well, I mean, if we didn't have a 20-minute talk about dairy, you crazy bastard. It all it all made sense. It was a natural progression from lactobacillus been, like, to yogurt. Condens- condensed a little better. Mm-hmm. Or, or do you want to talk about condensed milk? Oh. <laughs> oh, we see what I just did. I just was at this oh, Vietnamese restaurant. He's got me talking about it now. Ooh, we'll be right back. <laughs> And that was a good break. It was a solid break. And uh, during the break, we had some conversations I wish we'd recorded, but that's okay because we've moved on to uh, the 2017. We didn't really talk much about the 16. We kind of we kind of got a little bit into it. The 16 was solid, and we and Emil, you brought uh, Pat, up. A, I mean, Pat had probably tried the, to the, talk. Yeah, he had the most to say, probably. Thanks, Pat. It. That's well, right, you did. You did. Sorry, you know what? Pat. Fuck you, Emil. You didn't say shit about 16. Yeah. You did, <laughs> Well, and it was a good point, though, that they're progressively getting hotter. Like, the booze is coming out more in each one. I'm spilling. Yeah, I don't know about this one. See? I mean, well, that's a good thing to. That's... I felt. So we're on the 2017, and I do feel like it's. I got some, uh, some heat on it. And right before we started recording, Eric and I were talking. Eric, you mentioned. 
it, it, this was definitely more like a, a dark fruit flavor. Oh, too. yeah. I definitely get like more of a dark fruit tannic type of characteristic. Coming 100%. In, probably yeah, and I, I'm still getting... What I was going to say is I'm still getting heat off it, but I don't know if it's necessarily like yeah, hotter than... I don't know the, if it's... You know, much hotter than the, the 2016, you know? Right. Yeah, you might, you might be right Do we have that. the ABV? So the 2016's ABV is... It's on the bottom. 13.8. Yeah, this is 14.7. Which is actually... Yeah. Just because the numbers are same different, as the 14. Though, it doesn't mean you're always going to taste like a significant amount. Of yeah, like, that, I mean that's a minimum one year versus another. There's so many other factors that come into play with it. Oh, it says to enjoy in a snifter, and well, I don't have a snifter. All I have are Brandon stolen Goose Island glasses. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the 17 uh, definitely is more of a. It's got that dark fruit characteristic, and we were, you brought up um, something during the break. You were talking about. The yeast. Uh, can you go back to that? We were saying like something about the different yeast used for. Yeah, because you're saying this. Yeah, <laughs> you can never so it back. is just kind of you know it's always just house yeast, which is basically every single brewery has their specific brand of house yeast. But for something as as heavy as something as with so much sugar that's come just comes out of the mash and everything like that, as something like Bourbon County rinsed out, you need like almost fortified yeast, something that's just ready to fight, ready to eat at things. That's just the best way to summarize it. But anyways, we'll take like. I don't know, it could be leftover yeast from a batch of, like, Old Night Grumpy or some other um, beer that we produce a lot and just kind of, like, have that propagated separately. Just kind of, you know, like any home brewer that, like, wants to propagate their yeast and kind of save on that and stuff like that. Whatever. That's awesome. Uh, Brandon pointed out there might be a little dribble on the computer. There's a, there's a condom on here, so uh, we're good. Perfect. Brandon's keyboard got, condom. Keyboard condom. We'll wipe that it's up the, in a second. That's way to wrap up your keyboard. Mm-hmm. Good oh. I was at the... Um... I forgot what I was going to say. Should we start over? No, that's all right. No, no, I think no, no you covered it. You uh, got I'll it. explain it again. Yeah. No, 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 okay. May I summarize? Can I, may I summarize for you? No, no. That's all right. I can do it real quick. All right. Tell me about the yeast. So, yeah, a beer that's as high in sugars as Bourbon County is with the mash and everything that comes with it, all the sugars you're pulling out of the grain, obviously. It's a lot of it, and it's kind of it takes a big toll on the yeast, puts a big job on it. So we'll use like a, a decent mixed, propagated blend of different yeast, different kinds of strains that'll come in. So you kind of want it to be strong right off the bat, so it can get right to fermenting that. Otherwise, you face a lot of difficulties with that if you're just trying to like, let's say, if you're just home brewing a basic Russian Imperial Stout, and you just throw it at the typical amount of yeast that you'll throw in a typical kind that you'll use for like an APA or something like that. You can run couple different problems so you kind of want something that's like a little more aggressive that can handle that kind of sugar too i guess i never really realized that you guys were taking propagating yeast from like other batches like you said old man grumpy uh before um all those different yeasts coming in together that's that's awesome yeah i thought maybe there was just like a house blend specifically starter yeah i thought maybe there was just like a specific well i guess it probably dies off so no that wouldn't make sense of using like just oh we're gonna reuse the bourbon county yeast every Specific time bourbon county yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think it dies off it just stays dormant right oh, i mean there's a lot of alcohol that that yeast has to get through and eventually it's gonna get alcohol poisoning it'd be weird to just like put one specific yeast yeah. aside yeah. For, like a whole year this is the bourbon like, county yep, yeast nobody touch it you yeah. hang out right here we'll be back in a year yeah yeah <laughs> What were you saying, buddy? You were, uh, we were talking about the alcohol content, and I was uh, at the Goose Island Tap Room one time. Yeah. And I saw, I didn't get a chance to try it, but I saw it listed a Bourbon County 
uh, Urban County Double Barrel that was like 18 and a half or 19 Oh, yeah, that was a big boy right something. there. Do you know anything about that? Or? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know everything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Double Actually, Barrel Bourbon County was just a batch of Bourbon County that got pulled out of the fresh bourbon barrel that it first, you know, hung out inside of and then put into another fresh bourbon barrel duh. that it was inside of. And then... I just peed around. I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Noise I guess it's, it's literally a simple ex- explanation. Yeah, Double, yeah. Double Barrel, barrel Bourbon County. That's what she said. Well, that's like, uh, you know, Revolution did the VSOJ and then they did the Double VSOJ. Or VSOD, sorry. Yeah, VSOD is the... the DB. Yeah. DB VSOD? Yeah, sorry. I'm mixing up... a lot of initials. I'm mixing up all the letters. Yeah, not the straight jacket. But the VSOD was the very special death and they did the Double one of that. And that one... Again, I, I I go back to like you know the chocolate and fudge. I had that at um, at Revolution when they did the Death Star Day, uh, and that was awesome. That was really freaking good. Bad. And that's the end of the show. Thanks. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're, done. we're done. Man, you know I didn't think it would be this hard. I didn't think it'd be this hard to really carry on the conversation of drinking so much Bourbon County, and now I understand why with the party well, you, with so the first part with the party that we, we it ended. Well, yeah, <laughs> just we, ended. we were done. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm just joking. He's like, good. I'm gonna get me out of here. This is all right. He's like, what are we gonna do with the other beers? This is one. Let's talk about tacos. This is this is one part. Uh, talking about beer, this is this is two parts. Trying to keep one's concentration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching the degradation of this podcast <laughs> as time rolls on. Well, we are we are how many how many bourbon counties in three or four? <sighs> Math is hard. We have four bottles in. Yeah, we're four bottles in two two twelve ounce bottles and two sixteen point nine. We're at the end. Three hundred seventy five. Oh, we're getting there. Or five hundred milliliters. For each one of those? Uh, the yeah, 500 ones. milliliters. 500. Yeah. So two 500 milliliter so bottles. So many milliliters. Uh, two, two 12 ounce bottles. I'm two, 12? two 12 ounce bottles? Two 12 ounce bottles? That's what you did. Right nice job. Uh, Brandon's shaking his head. Now. And there's five of us here. Yeah. Oh, we're doing a pretty good job. Uh, and it's it's funny because... It's we're not, just in that little it's, it's it's not it's not like uh, when we're doing the New England IPAs mm. or pale ales or anything like that where it's easier like, oh, okay, well, I'll finish that beer. We can move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, you can't just, I mean, you can, you can just slam the Bourbon County and move on to the next one, yeah, but. I'm just about done. No, God damn it. Pat's <laughs> yeah. kicking ass right Pat. now. Ooh. Well, I mean, this is Pat's favorite beer and then it kind of spawned the whole episode, yeah, right? Oh, Brandon's there too. Jeez. Yeah, no, that is. Um, did, Pat, did you tell us, Pat told us the story of, did he tell us before or after? Was that the, was that the party? Well, how, the, oh, how you, yeah, the whole, you, you'll, you'll. In part one of this episode, it's oh, the whole, okay. yeah, the whole thing is My uh, we, story. Yeah, origin it's Pat's yeah. origin yeah. story. I feel like Pat came is, to be I the superhero like that he is. Uh, you know, Infinity War, and oh, I haven't watched the other <laughs> like seventeen Marvel films. Yeah. And this that. is this is technically Endgame. In, this is Endgame. Okay. Okay. All right, Infinity just, War is what we did beforehand, and it's funny because we actually part one of this. Uh, two part basically episode saga? a saga yes the Bourbon County saga uh, we record when did you have that party back in January it was a long time ago yeah yeah uh, January January yeah in January and we're, here we are sitting in March and that's how long then? yeah that's how long it, it it took us to get to this there's a lot to get us all back together to drink more Bourbon County wow. so a lot of you would think between. it wouldn't take that much well the original plan was that the Bourbon County episode the Bourbon County party episode was supposed to be episode number two and it actually. These two episodes together make up uh, five. We finally are at five. Five and six, technically. This being the end game of Bourbon County. This is episode six, technically. So, back to back weeks. And Brandon just cracked open the 2018, which is the end of our religious experience. How does it smell? 
I mean, that one I got like, that one's fudgy when I smelt it. Whoever smelt it, dealt it, and then he's always uh, pouring it out for Fudgy everybody. the whale. Uh, I wanted said, to throw on something about the heat that I mentioned yeah, earlier. About how Bring he noticed, like, as the years went on, the heat kind of changed over time. Well, there's a lot of things that come into that with in, in terms of just variance in general. Like, you can't just say, like, older year is going to have a different amount of heat just because it is older, or a different one is going to have a different amount just because it is newer. There are certain factors that come into play, even like the barrel side of things. Like you got to think over time, as like the company gets better and better at barrel aging, mm-hmm. maybe they'll only accept bourbon barrels that have like that have had bourbon sitting in them for an even longer period of time than they did before. So maybe they will want it as freshly dumped, more freshly dumped than it used to be freshly dumped. Maybe they'll want it having a decent puddle of bur- of bourbon sitting at the bottom of that barrel before they even let beer touch it. Because there'd be a lot of times where you just like see a barrel that looks kind of dry or it's not it didn't it didn't hold bourbon as long as you wanted it have to and you would have just been like i don't want it because right. it's not as special anymore you know the standards might have gotten a little different the blend might have changed over time so a lot of fun things that come in with that and that makes sense uh in the rem- and, and the, i'm having my fingers crossed here because i wanted to bring up the rare that had the barrels that were 35 years old yeah you were yeah. there for that yeah. When they did that? I wasn't there. I wasn't working there when they did it, but... Okay. So those... When they got those barrels, those those barrels were dry, correct? Yeah. And then, then how what did you guys... What do you mean dry? Like they were empty of bourbon? Yeah, empty. Completely? Like, yeah, completely, right? Oh, I, I don't know. You're not I wasn't right. around back then. Oh, well... That was back anyways. when I was like freshman in college. Well, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I graduated <laughs> this question. Like, I always got to throw it in there. Because they're 35-year-old barrels. They were 35-year-old barrels. I thought they were dry, dry. Bourbon County in... In dry barrels. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, so they might have been the bourbon was sitting in there for that long, but then you have to consider how recently it was dumped. It was that's, that's, that's what, okay, that's what yeah. I, I, when I thought, I, now, yeah, it was a, a, dry, a dry barrel, barrel is like, like the dry. bourbon was dumped, what, like six yeah, months ago? Dumped, exactly, right. exactly. Well, that was my, th- that, that's what I wasn't Juice sure of. Juice doesn't use them, right? No. Okay. Only only freshly dumped bourbon mm-hmm. barrels is what I'm going to have to go back and watch from grain. I'm going to have to go back and watch from grain to glass. You can find that on YouTube. The, the it, yeah, grit and, grit, grit and grain. I call it grain and glass. There's a lot of uh, cool banjo in that. Uh, I saw the. I saw like four parts. Of good it. Four parts of the twenty part. Yeah. Uh, I have series. that saved on my computer. It's like one of the uh, open uh, tabs on my. <laughs> 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 my are you in the whole time? Are you one of the guys who have twenty five tabs? Oh, that's me. Oh yeah, for sure. If you guys listen on my phone, I've got like eighteen. If you guys listen to part one of this at the party. I've turned on his computer a couple times, and I apologize. I've seen all his porn. Oh, yeah. It's just Bourbon County you porn. You leave the porn. What website <laughs> do you use? Like, what website? We all use different ones, you know? It's just Goose It's actually just Everyone's Goose Island. Like, oh, my God. I feel violated. It's Goose porn? That's where we knew Eric from. He had pictures of him on his computer. I was hoping nobody would see those. Boy in the Boots number one, I think, is what you're labeled as in there. This got weird. Yeah, no, I'm not taking that out. <laughs> there are very few things I'll take out. The only thing I took out was uh, good scenes at least. People, I don't know. Let, you know, bring yeah. it up. Let's pause and take a look at those uh, <laughs> scenes. No, the only thing I ever edited out was that. the one microphone that we had set up for the party. Uh, I don't know if it was you or somebody else actually. Chewing Listen. into the microphone with the chips, which was hilarious. Was yeah, were they good chips? Like, yeah, they were chips. chips did he oh, That's awesome. You can hear it. You'll you'll hear it guac. Well, people who are listening to this. Was it, was it intentional? Oh, yeah. chew yes. Or like, yes. It was like one of those where somebody just chews really slowly, like an asshole. Got real yeah. close. Somebody yeah. thought we were doing an ASMR podcast. Apparently, ASMR keeps coming up in this. Nobody. I'm not what asshole. is so, ASMR? So, before February fifth, twenty nineteen, nobody knew what the fuck that was. I don't, I don't know. Nor did they care. February fifth is when it was. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden after that, now it's on. It's everywhere, baby. Ooh, tw- it's everywhere, baby. That's, yeah. Is that your catch? You know what? That should be your catchphrase. It's everywhere, baby. And uh, Brandon's what, is. What are we referring to? Coming at ya! <laughs> and your, yours is just rad. Rad. Everything's rad. Everything's rad. Everything's been rad since I was born. What are we drinking now? 2018. It's 2018 all over my fingers. That's um, what you said. Okay. All right. Let's, let's it, keep it. Don't go blue. Don't okay. go blue. All right. Man. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Anyways, sorry. It was, just, are, it was a little hanging fruit. Hanging fruit. Speaking of hanging fruit, I'm getting more uh, fruit and kind of a nice mix of fruit and chocolate on this. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. Yeah. What do you... What, what do you get on that, Eric? A lot Eric? more booze on this. This tastes like... Your name is not Eric. Eric. Oh, I apologize. This one, I actually get a solid amount of, like, brown sugar mixing in with a, a lot of, like, the ethanol heat that you would get out of the barrels. Yes, it and tastes like one, gasoline. I wouldn't say it's, like, very dark fruit or licorice for, like, a lot of the other ones might have hmm. been. This one, actually, I know it, you get, like, a really solid amount of the actual base, like, the actual grain bill coming in. Like, if you ever made a just super basic Russian Imperial style at home and, like, took a pretty big whiff of it you get like huge roast like right in your face almost like toffee characteristic to coming in like not i wouldn't say coffee I wouldn't say, people like mischaracterize them in a way you said uh toffee and i get more um it's kind of the same idea uh like caramelized sugar which is i mean it's basically toffee but yeah I, there there is a there's kind of a difference you know, like creme brulee when you have that that sugar on top that and they you know, scorch like, it yeah yeah that's what i get from this and I, you know, I remember saying that when I had this when I first had it last November. Um, it's, <laughs> like Brandon's you ever make off. a stout that's heavy on like caramel 120 and that's like very, yeah. very caramel sweetness forward? But I think the barrel that's of like. it like lends caramel also, but in a different regard. That one lends it more in heat. The barrel's so it not... might have balanced it out more towards so being like. Can I stop with a brewer's note? You said sorry. caramel 120. Can sorry, I explain sorry. what that is? Yeah, go ahead. No, oh, I was asking. I know what it is, Somebody but... Somebody explain it. I, I thought it would be... You know, we got right. it out here. So caramel, like caramel crystal, is a, a specialty malt that we would... That, that's how we would call it. It's definitely used... It's usually used in a very low percentage of certain malts, just kind of to accentuate a certain flavor coming through. And if you have it on a higher end of that spectrum, like, it, like it'll come in, like, you know, just different increments of itself. But when you have it at a higher level, you have, like, more of the concentrated sweetness of that coming in. So when a lot of our recipes that we've used, we use like uh, caramel sixty. Mm-hmm. So when you get like one twenty, uh, is that just it's been roasted longer, so you get more of that sweetness out of there, or what? Make you know what's the difference, or how do they get the you know variation between the number? Do you know? Oh yeah, it all comes with like kilning it and the different yeah. levels at which you'll let it germinate through, and there's different techniques for milling it and everything like that. It's more roasted. Not milling it. It's just like the different levels at which you'll be roasting it the entire time. That's that's like essentially where you get all the variance for it. I've always said, I think I said before, I don't know if it was one of the <laughs> versions of this podcast that, that we actually got a good recording of, but um, the I understand that it's, it's really sweet, like all of them are really sweet, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's why I like the coffee, the, I like really sweet things, yeah. but I think for a lot of people, a really sweet beer is strange and like off-putting. But I think that's maybe why I like the coffee one the best is that we'll see, we'll see when we try that. But I think it is less sweet than... than I would agree. you got to consider like the roast that comes with the actual coffee that's going into it. So it's more, you know, it's more likely to 
kind of round out the sweetness with some of that roastiness from the coffee that you naturally get anyway. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. You, not off topic, but kind of off topic. What was the name of, I don't know if it was a Bourbon County variation they did, was a, basically with hazelnut. It's almost like a Nutella. Oh, uh, Nutulu. Yeah. yeah. What? When I was, yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. yeah. It was, they had it, I think, the year we were at um, Fobab. What was And, like, made? they literally just kept selling out of it. I'm not too sure. So it blew like right when we got there, like people just ran in line for that. And then like I worked a shift and I like literally I was standing there waiting. I was like, I'm going to go get this beer. And I ran over there and it was already gone. I was like, Jesus. There was also a Cthulhu. Yes. Cthulhu was the original. We we don't know. We're looking it up now, but Cthulhu was, they they were all made out of, they weren't made um, at Fulton Street. They were all made at uh, Clyborne. Clyborne. Cthulhu wasn't really a Bourbon County. It was more of an Imperial Oatmeal stout. Okay, but was Nutulu supposed? Oh, so it's very specific. Yeah, very specific. And Nutulu was obviously the hazelnut version of what you were talking about. Yeah, so it's like the adjuncted version. Are there is there are there oats? But it's still supposed to be really good. Do you know? Oh, did what? Like what kind of? Any oats? Are there any oats? Quaker oats. Quaker County always says that it contains wheat, so I assume that there is Quaker oats. You know, whatever. Do you have the grain bill? Well, doesn't it's on his phone? Whoa, this is incredible. Don't look. Don't look. Let him tell you. Don't He's, look. You man. got the grain bill for Bourbon County Stout? We're not giving it so away. So, I assume... Yeah, yeah, don't don't put this in there. Yeah. No, no, no. This, <laughs> this is going We're on. Gonna this say, is yeah. going on. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to say anything but about what's happening. I assume... Right, no, I'm not no, even percent. looking at it. There's no it's Okay. So, there's I, no I assume when... That's hilarious. When every... <laughs> when anybody gets the job, right, at, at Goose, the first thing they want to do is see that grain bill for Bourbon County Stout. Actually, no. You'd be surprised. Not a lot of people get in Goose just for the... Like... Just because of Bourbon County. Some but, people just do it because it's such a great opportunity to be a Sullivan and like at that level, at that scale. A fa- yeah, to, to work at Bourbon, I mean, Bourbon, to work like, at Goose Island. They're not just passionate yeah. about, like, they're not fanboys like us. They go stand in line and no. drink with our pants Honestly, off. Honestly, I'm like an anomaly at the brewery right now. Like, and you're the, the, you're like you're the only the fanboy? Only, yeah, I'm like one of the only ones who are like, <laughs> I do like line the fa- standing every festival I know chasing in person. I know Eric through his brother as a fanboy. I don't I don't know Eric as as a brewer at Goose Island. It's just kind of the cool, like, he made this cool transition. When I started as a tour guide and I, like, asked all the Sullivan when I were out past by my tour route I'd be like hey are you guys going to like wake fast are you guys going to this so, like what's that what the fuck is that or be like oh, are you going this and this or have you heard of this new bottle that dropped from this brewery They're like <laughs> we don't care like i just so I, get away from us kid that whatever i just like the point that uh to point out that you when you you started off there as a tour guide that's yeah. correct yeah. that's good and you've worked your way up to the barrel house man that's yes. awesome oh wait so you said you know like, are... history <laughs> absolutely yeah. i used to spend like Six hours a day explaining the history of Goose Island. So, how were you not able to answer some of so, the questions so, earlier? Well, yeah. no one has asked me anything really like history. Specific. So, so nothing's asking that's been on the tour. <laughs> so Pat asked. So Pat asked him a question when he took when we took a break, and he said, "You know, do you know like the history? Because I can give you the history in like five minutes." So we were like, "Okay, if we want to have him do it, it would be interesting to see him give a spiel in five minutes." Can you give the five minute oh, spiel of the history? Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. Five right. minutes is a lot of time, actually. Not really. <laughs> Well, we're gonna time it. It's actually it's say. actually a perfect amount of time. We'll go on a timer. You ready like to go? The, Let's go. The go. Main, the main thing is like the connection to the actual Goose Island that I've always wondered because there's so many people like especially like who aren't originally from Chicago, right? Who like 
finally look at a map and they're like, wait, Goose Island is an actual coffee. place? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's not just a brewery. Right, I can yeah. tell you that too. The All right. Comes from so the here we go. What we're about to do is <laughs> we're going to open up the coffee. I know you guys still working on this. We're, we're going to pour this. and oh, then... I can show you. <laughs> All right. Keep your pants on, though. Oh, <laughs> he knows. I did it. I did How it. Does he know? Oh, no. Pastry boys. I've been revealed. More ways than one. Eric, Eric is in The employee gonna... area of the Barrel Warehouse has Bourbon County coming out of the water fountains. So he's like, this is nothing to him. It's true. Right. So, Eric, give us really? uh, as fast as you can. You know what? Actually, so in 10 seconds, I'm going to let this go down. Nobody right. say anything. We're going to time you and find uh, out how long it'll take you to give us the uh, history of Bourbon County in three, two, one, tour. Bourbon County or Goose Island? Goose Island. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. We'll take off a couple seconds. So Goose Island was founded back in 1992 by John Hall. At the time, Mr. John Hall was working for the U.S. Container Corps, selling boxes and, you know, all that fun shit, bubble wrap and stuff like that. And then um, he went on a trip to London, had a bunch of different beer styles at the time. They had a bunch of ESBs, they had porters, they had stouts, all these things that were kind of we weren't too familiar with back in the U.S. And he decided, oh, I love this shit. It's fucking incredible, and I'm fucking hammered. And he's like, all right, <laughs> I'm going to make this shit back home. This would be fucking sweet. And then um, he ran into one big problem uh, when he got back home. He's like, oh, I don't really know how to make beer. That kind of, <laughs> you kind of need to know how to do that yeah. to make beer. And so he calls up his son, Greg Hall, who was in college at the time. He's like, hey, Greg, you're uh, studying science or, you know, something like that. Whatever, it's less important. Uh, make beer instead. <laughs> drop out of school fuck school and then Greg's like alright sounds cool dude and then he dropped out became the first brewmaster at Goose Island and that's about it how the company in general got started they got the actual name for the company from the island called Goose Island that's an actual place over here in Chicago because um, there's a certain period of time when like feathers are just all over the place so it's just goose feathers everywhere and the first location for Goose Island was at 1800 um, North Pyborn which was very close by to that actual island itself. It was mm-hmm. going to be Ogden Brewery, just because it was Mayor Ogden at the time, but they decided Goose Island sounds cooler, and Ogden just sounds gross to say. It's like one of those <laughs> word vomity type of things, like Ogden. fucking marshmallow. You know, it just sounds nasty <laughs> as hell. And so they decided to start the first Goose Island location over there at Goose Island. Yes. Wow. Nice. Dude, that, that was is war- how the place was founded. That was one minute and fifty two seconds. Yes, yeah, so well, pretty good. Done. Well, that's pretty good. Except that Pat missed half of it because he decided to take a restroom break. No, I'm blaming him. You know, <laughs> was, water. If there was a perfect time to go and do it, it was then. Uh, yeah, that was good. But, thank, uh, thank I you. think I think you actually misspoke. Oh, no. I think oh, I think you boy. said 1992. The actual brew was started in 1988. Yep. My God. <sighs> now that's you right. know why he's not a tour guide anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry, I lost my job. It was only so long. It was only so long. Um, okay. This is going to be the one he does not tell people at work to listen to. Guys, yeah, don't yeah, listen to this. Yeah. I think they'll understand. We, All right. We've let's pounded... do it again. A new two minutes. He can edit it out. Okay. Edit, edit out the 92? Hold on, hold on. i got to say real quick. So Gustavo was founded back in 1988. All right, put that. I'll put that in. Perfect. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm going to throw an applause somewhere, too. I don't think you needed to do the echo effect. That's what I want. I had a thought. I lost it. Go, oh, but no. So yeah, Pat, Pat did walk away, but he he asked that he was like, "What's the thing about Mayor Ogden?" Yeah. What did you say about Mayor, mayor Ogden? Ogden? Was the mayor at the time? So they there was were a mayor Ogden. Yeah, that was sure. Like well, that's what he said. Daly was the mayor at that time. 
and no, that was like a hundred plus years ago, man. No, yeah, but there was a mayor in eighty eight. But there was a mayor. There was I'm, a mayor. Not a mayor there. Not a mayor. Not a mayor. Was like very esteemed mayor, like known for building a lot. Of well, I mean, that could have just been what it was. That would have been a good name for the brewery. Yeah. Ogden Brewery. Do we have a Google? Do we have a Google? The name just sounds weird, so you know. That's yeah, we got a Google. This part will probably be edited. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I figure a lot. Uh, no, 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 won't no be at this what point. you just did, what you did, that will not be edited. Uh, then. But right, so no, that answers my question. So like the where the yeah. where the tap room or whatever you call it, the Clyborn, Clyborn, that's the original location. That's the original, and that's. Yeah, you because can it, tell. Yeah, it is like a couple blocks oh. from Goose Island, and so you can tell sense. too. Like when it first came out, it's very like, you know. London themed old school brew pub style back when it was pretty new before the renovation in 2017. Yeah, Mayor Ogden was actually the first mayor of Chicago. Uh, yeah. You hear that? Well, mayor Ogden was actually the first mayor of Chicago. Yeah. So it's kind of. So I was right though when I said there was a daily in mayor at that time. Yeah. Great. Uh, we just cracked over the. <laughs> We got like two splice editors Perfect. right there. I'll figure it out. I got two weeks <laughs> wow, to do this. Actually, I've got like four weeks to That's figure this out. <laughs> no, no, no. He like Brandon said it smells like green peppers and it tastes like green peppers. It does. Oh, no. Yeah, we got green pepper taste on this. Oh. We hope we cracked open in 2016 uh, coffee Bourbon County, and uh, right off the bat, I smelled green pepper, and there is uh, a green pepper kind of flavor to this. God damn it, Emil. Why don't you crack this open with me in 2016? Coffee is one of the more sensitive I, this, ingredients that you can use in these kinds of beer because it does gain that kind of green pepper characteristic after a certain amount of time. This goes to, this, it's funny because it it's goes to opening up a little. Co- I mean, yeah. It's it's got got give coffee. it a minute. It yeah, goes, yeah, it goes to sh- but it goes to show... I mean, I've been swirling it and letting it open yeah, it up. Uh, it all over my carpet. Yeah, it's all over Brandon's carpet. <laughs> it goes oh, to show, though, like different palettes. Like, it's, it's kind of funny because there'll be times where we'll get together and we'll try different beers... And we'll disagree on things. We'll agree on things. You guys, you and, and Ron will be like, ah, oh, this coffee beer is all green pepper. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? All I taste is like roasted goodness. This is one of the times. Like the, the aftertaste in my mouth is more coffee than anything. Jesus. We almost had a disaster. Seriously. <laughs> we almost had a disaster in the studio, a.k.a. the basement. Finish your story. I, I, I like it. Um, I smelled green peppers when I first put it up to my nose. And I tasted it, and I did not taste it. It's phasing out a little bit. The aftertaste in my mouth tastes like coffee. Everything, the smell and the taste on my tongue is kind of like green pepper. Yeah, the smell sucks. I'll, I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. It, it, it's not appealing. I don't really taste coffee until right at the end, and it's more, it, it's more like the, I was saying like the the creme brulee type of caramelized sugar that I'm getting that helps bring out that coffee. It, it does kind of taste a little like green. In fact. It's it's weird after having just consumed the 2018, and now this is this is going to sound kind of wacky and nuts, um, but kind of like the smell now as it's opening up a little bit is reminding me more and more of the 2018 proprietors. Okay. That is the that is just chocolate. It is, oh, no. it is chocolate, 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 chocolate. So much chocolate. For some reason, this particular coffee and and I. I think, I think hands down the favorite of, of this vintage of Bourbon County was this this particular bottle, the, the coffee. And it has been three years, so it is probably past its prime in terms of coffee. But for whatever reason, I think this might be, um, Tony, when you uh, tasted fudge mm-hmm. on one of them, I get that. Uh, and then the bitterness um, of the coffee is is just amplifying a little bit of that for, for me. Sure. 
I don't know. I that's like I was I was saying going back to uh, different I, tastes I of different yeah, beers. I, I, yeah. I wish I had a 2018 prop actually to crack open right now and just go let home. you guys smell it. Go, go, home, home, and it. go home and get it real quick. <laughs> really? yeah, it's not too far. Run. Right? Yeah, no, we'll time you. Um, I wish I had one Ew. next with and, and to sh- like side by side with you guys so you could actually kind of like feel and, and sense what I'm you know trying to. No, I I think I understand what you're saying. I'm. I I still I can't get over the. I'm not getting the any green peppers. I am. That's all I get. I get yeah, a like tinge it. of it. But yeah. I think it's, it's, one, it's one of those things out. where the more you think about it too, exactly. the more you're going to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. Get out of 100%. it. One hundred percent. Not to like say that you're wrong because I do get a tinge of it too. And yeah. it's faded for me. I feel like a little bit. What is the green pepper? It's faded. It's fading for you. It's what and what are you what are you what are you tasting now? What does it open itself up to? So, what was the one? I'm trying to go back to the one of the ones we had previously, but it was it's. I'm getting the base of the 2016, but I'm getting like, I'm not getting a lot of chocolate, but I'm getting more of the dark fruits. But I'm getting a lot of brown sugar. Okay, I'm getting like caramelized like. I'm getting I'm getting a little bit of bitterness as well. That's probably from the coffee, mm-hmm. you know. But. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm getting, like, Bourbon County and then, like, you know, brown sugar, some bitterness, and then that's all I'm really pulling out of it right now. And no more green pepper. I'm pulling out of the fact that we are all fucking pretty much in the bag at this point. Yeah, that's in the bag. With how much uh, bourbon Do you have actual coffee? Because I'm, like, (laughs) (laughs) The conversation has drifted from, like, we're going to spend 20 minutes on how we're talking about it. Does this taste like green pepper? I I know, right? Quite straight away. We can let that go. It's not Uh, that big of a deal. Go ahead, Eric. What were you going to (laughs) say? I was like, it's straight... Away quite a bit from the actual yeah, topic of like Bourbon County and such. Yeah, this, Wait, what, what was the topic? Was a, ask, is, me a, ask me a, a barrel a, aging question. Can you, can you go, yeah, do you want to go back on the tour? Uh, can you do the tour uh, one more time? Uh, the history of uh, I can go to the Bourbon County portion of the tour. Do you guys actually, do you have keys to the warehouse? Let's just go over there now. Actually, you know what? That seems highly appropriate. I was joking, but yeah, the Bourbon County part of the tour. I'm not going to time you on this, yeah. but I feel like because this is a two-part episode with the party and how much we've talked about uh, Bourbon County tonight as well, yeah. uh, if you can give us the, the, the Bourbon County history. Just basic rundown yeah, so. of Bourbon County Yeah, in man. General. Let's do it. Okay. For anybody who doesn't know. Okay. So I think just the basics of it all is that it was the 1,000th batch of beer Goose Island was going to make, and Greg Hall decided to be something cool and special. At the time, he also just happened to be at a big bourbon tasting festival over in um, Bourbon County, Kentucky. Met um, Booker No, who was the master distiller for Jim Beam at the time. Had a cool conversation. Went home with a barrel strapped to the top of his car and decided, I'm going to put some fucking beer inside of this thing. And he did. Put a big-ass Russian Imperial Stout inside of it. Let it sit for quite some time. Put it on tap, just almost randomly. And everyone at the pub was just going fucking nuts about it. And everyone was just talking about how ridiculous it was and how, like, it wasn't really a beer. He's like, screw you guys. You're drunk. You still like it. <laughs> and they did. And so, like like I told you earlier, I entered it into GABF just to kind of, like, feel out how it would be under the Russian Imperial Style category. And they were like, get this out of my face. It's too good. You're disqualified. <laughs> screw you for bringing the best beer at the festival. And get then, this out of my face. Yeah, I gave him fucking honorable mention and everything and then told him, you're disqualified. You get no medal, but come back they next mentioned year, him please. To get the fuck out of there. <laughs> uh, they made the, uh, his own category for him called Bourbon Barrel Aged Stouts, and then obviously just placed gold in it for the next couple of years. 
became a really big thing as the uh, program, the barrel aging program expanded. He just realized that he happens to be in the best place to bourbon barrel age a beer, Chicago. That's why when you showed me your barrel earlier, I asked you a bunch of questions about it and like what if you were temperature controlling or anything like that. Because the truth of the matter is when you're bourbon barrel aging a stout is that we are like in prime condition um, territory for it. You want it to go between temperature fluctuations. You want it to be hot. You want it to be cold throughout the period of that aging. Just because how wood acts. You know? yeah. As it gets hotter, the wood's going to expand. As it gets colder, it's going to condense itself. So you're going to get breathing of the barrel, which is going to allow the bourbon, uh, which is going to allow the beer to seep into deeper layers of the different um, characteristics that you'll get of the bourbon barrel itself. Because they, like, they call the deeper layer of a bourbon barrel the devil's cut, right. which the beer yes. will be able to seep into as it goes through that breathing process throughout of it. So it just sucks it in, blends it in with the bourbon, sticks it back inside of the beer as it blends over time. So we're kind of in the perfect place for it, for bourbon barrel aging. So a lot of the time people ask, like, what's, what's like, big secrets about Bourbon County that makes it so good? We just have it so good here, honestly, with conditions and how fresh we get the barrels and, like, how recently dumped with bourbon they are. And really that's all there is to it. A whole lot of patience, a whole lot of making sure those barrels are of the highest quality that you can get them. And that's what eventually gets you like the most refined product that you can get over time. And also the blending aspect of it. Because no two barrels are the same. You know, every barrel has its different life that it went through of the bourbon it had beforehand and as to another one that might have had bourbon in it too. There's just that's not even a thing of science, not even a thing of experimentation. There's nothing you can control for. It's the natural life of the thing as it breathes in and out with the spirit that's in it and the beer that you put in it. So, Isn't just, that uh, the, the, the beauty of it, though, is, is that it's... Oh, absolutely. It's, I, I want to say that was the best monologue we've ever had yeah, on, I, I, on honestly, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that is where I will put the applaud. Uh, yeah, look, right no, thank you. No, seriously, that 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 was a great. Uh, sorry, and I totally no, no, not at all. I, 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 I did just want to commend you, and thanks for giving us the whole history on. I'm on surprised Bourbon it came there. at yeah. the time no, it came. That was perfect. But that, no, that was good. That that sums. It does kind of all of it up. Yeah, it came. It does. I, it's here. What what more? <laughs> what more can we say? Like the audience who's going to be listening to this, I assume. A bunch of jerks. Maybe yeah. maybe not. But let's assume that they they know what this stuff is. You right. know how much more this the, the accolades, um, the, the the hype, the, whatever you want to call it that follows this stuff around the the, the legions of fanboys yeah. uh, that turned into professional brewers themselves who now command their own legions of fanboys and all of this within a relatively short amount of time, um, just by a chance meet. The way Eric summed that whole thing up, um, going back to the question about what was each of our individual first encounters with the beer, that's it. I mean, yeah. that, that's it in a nutshell. And that kind of a special sort of meeting that, that, that happens um, just kind of makes this, this, I don't know, just yeah. makes yeah. this whole thing so so special and just, just really enjoyable and just... Really fantastic stuff. But I think I sometimes agree. you have to set aside like the hype and like the lines that everyone stand behind and stuff like that and realize that uh, barrel aging beer has been a long time thing and there's more to it than just the hype and the lines and everything like that. There's actual history. There's actual work and like things that have come from the different aspects of all of it. There's yeah. different work that has gone through just the people who made the barrels themselves, the people who distilled the bourbon that goes into it. 
and the decision of which to put it inside of a bourbon barrel. You know, this. And honestly, I think all of us can agree that the beer really does bourbon County speak for itself. You know, there, there's a reason why we all enjoy it, whether you work there, you, you wait in line or you happen to stumble upon it at some point. Here we are after so many years of enjoying it. We're all sitting around, uh, drinking what, Five, six, six glasses or six, six beers together. Yeah. Uh, really glasses. Glasses. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, Pat, I had a whole bunch more questions. No, we're gonna we're gonna do a barrel. We're gonna be able to edit them in if you want to ask can we, real quick. Can we wait? Wait? Can we do another podcast later about barrels specifically and about like? Isn't it Coopers that make the barrels? Yeah. And like, they must be, like, in a whole lot of demand Ooh. now. Oh, something like... really cool to add into there. So, um, with the coming of Bourbon County brand stout and with the coming of, like, bourbon barrel aging beer all around the United States, an uh, actual job yeah. has been created in the market called yeah. Barrel Broker, a person who, like, actually is in a middleman between the breweries and the distilleries in general. So, a whole new job has been created in which, like, the person who decides this distillery has a good enough bourbon barrel for this beer company i'm gonna put them in connection and you like to, in you gotta have a plug like, you know you gotta have a man though, on the Eric? inside yeah why do you need can you explain it i know oh, I think, because I bourbon barrels are so in high demand now everybody wants to get the i think wine, in ireland wine. like the whiskey people making whiskey in ireland are using old bourbon barrels over there too oh yeah and yeah. like everyone every brewery in the u.s is trying to make a, a bourbon barrel and it, it's harder for them like you said over there overseas because bourbon is so united states specific mm-hmm. you know what determines a bourbon barrel is like very specific here i don't know do you guys know it? it's like 51 yeah. percent corn mash made here in the united states uh never a reused barrel so there's so many specifics so that go into that it actually was, was the point i was Hoping yeah. that you would touch Burn on girls was, are so special. Uh, that they're not reused. Oh, they cannot not, by no. law. Yeah, by, by it law, is illegal to call it. It that. is illegal oh. to, to use a barrel more than one time. It's actually in the Constitution. Yeah, the whiskey rebellion. When they were deciding yeah. on yeah. George Washington was still rights. was still the nowadays would be a sanitary thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, George sure. Washington was still the president during the whiskey rebellion. Um, I think because of this very specific point. God, I love and so, uh, yeah, if you want a little bit of history here, that is the I reason, don't. because of the Whiskey Rebellion, that is the reason why uh, a whiskey barrel can only ever be used one time and can never be reused again. Never. And that's the reason why we even have something like this. Yeah. If that law didn't exist, distillers would use would them over, using, and over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And, and bourbon barrels specifically have to be American oak. They can be no other wood yep. and no other kind. Yep. So, like, a lot of wines, for example, are aged in French oak barrels. You cannot use nope. French oak. That's Although some, some American whiskeys now are finished in French oak barrels as sort of like a fortified kind of... But that's, that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, I think as a last takeaway, like, um, if there's any other... If you don't already have a reason to appreciate, like, bourbon barrel aging and beer in general, you should at least appreciate that... Um, that I completely forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that email kind of that took it completely right, away. And this, this, I really tried ending this 12 minutes no, ago. Right. I, can't, I, can't I tried ending it 12 minutes ago. Cut the whole thing. No, no, no. The fact of it, how much we drank, that is the perfect ending. You'd be like, that was. Oh, no, was, I know, I know. Was, all right, all right. You can't walk away. Really cheers, really cheers, really cheers. I want the cheers to be on. Yeah, yeah, I want to say, Pat, thanks for the party. That was a lot of fun. Inspiration. And you actually did inspire this whole episode to happen. 
Um, and why is that coming up so well, close? That uh, we got a mics right here. That we don't need yeah. that. Pat, thanks a lot uh, for inspiring the episode with having the party and yeah. inviting so, us. That yeah. was great. Can I just say that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just—it's okay, yeah. host. It's okay, press. It's a beautiful it's thing. I'm yeah, right, real right, quick. Right. It's okay, press. So if there's any other reason to appreciate like Bird and Barely shouts other than the fact that they're fucking incredible. It's that, um, you know, when they made the Constitution, like, laws and rights and all those dumb things, they also decided bourbon was very specific and is just as important as everything else. So it should have its own specific rules, too. That's awesome. Isn't that fucking awesome? That is fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I yeah. love that you fucking came back to it. I had Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Again, thanks, everybody. Uh, Brandon, uh, we'll see you next, I'll thanks, see you next week. We'll see you uh, thanks, next everybody, time. for listening. Bye. Still tastes like green pepper. I don't need it. Music for this episode was provided by Fluid Minds. You can find all of their music at fluidmindsmusic.com. You can also find them on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you to everyone who keeps listening every week. We appreciate it. We look forward to many more episodes with the laughs and beers to go along with it. Cheers. Cheers.